What's up, long players? Welcome to the Long Play Listening Party, the show where we go deep on local music, writing, recording, inspiration, gear, whatever else sounds good to us. I'm Howie Howard <laughs> from Mr. Furious Records. Uh, we're rushing through a little mini episode tonight uh, with Nate and Royce about an album that Royce and I have made called Not One Person Left Out. And uh, Nate, why don't you go ahead and uh, hit us? We're going to listen to three songs. Uh... Here comes the opener. Oh, just to have the memory. Okay. And um, non-killer bees beat take two. Right. So for the t- for these song titles, I for like half of them, I used my working titles for the for the raw jams and put kind of a piece of Royce's vocals like lyrics and in, in the parentheses and half just half of them. Memory. It's the other way around and, and Royce's part comes first. So it's more that like 50-50 kind of mushing together of these worlds. Um, this is another product of of, of how we, of Mr. Furious. Totally. How how did you come up with this idea? First of all, how, how did the production go? Let's do that. You do it the way you do no, it. No, no, no. That's actually that's perfect. That's where I want to go. So so this is one of those kind of gear-driven records. I don't have the date in front of me, but like maybe like four years ago or something, I bought an Arturia Drum Brute Impact drum machine. It's a really affordable analog drum machine. They're great. I love, yeah, yeah I love mine uh, with a couple of small caveats, but overall I do love it. And, <laughs> um, Always is. <laughs> Always on. On this one, it's the it's the tom sounds. The tom sounds are just not super there, yeah. but yeah, uh, it's got a lot of other great sounds sounds in it. I love the sequencer. Adore the sequencer. But so this is the album. I started make. You know, I buy a piece of gear. I make an album. So these jams were drum brute jams focused on the drum brute, focused on the drum patterns and performing the pads live in some cases. I would hook it up to one other synth just to get some some sound, you know, a bass sound or some weird whatever like you hear. Those synths were either a Volca bass or a MS-20 Mini. I think those are the only two things I used. So I made the jams, and that material went into the computer and sat there for years because it didn't feel finished. Everything was... So all those two cents were plugged into the Arturia somehow? Yeah. So sometimes um, I'd use uh, MIDI to kind of sync up something. Okay. Sometimes I would... Uh, literally use a sound. So the Arturia has a few individual outs. With the MS-20, I could take an individual drum sound out and use that to trigger the MS-20 with audio. Oh, okay. So there were different ways I would hook them up. And it was only one synth at a time. It was it was either or. And you captured that, that synth inside of Reaper? Uh, I captured it on my iPad, mono. Oh, okay. Mono sound into the iPad. That dumped into Reaper, sat for years, got the SP404 sampler uh, about a year and a half ago, and started playing with all the effects, which is like one of the big things about the 404. 
And I don't remember specifically where the idea of Royce came to, to pull you in, but like somehow between dumping these jams onto the 404 for effects processing and the idea to get to use vocal samples as a part of that came up with the idea to have you record raw vocal material lines from your notebooks ideas that crossed your mind whatever those were and to chop those up and layer those in and and finish the record that way so it kind of there's two very distinct stages of like making the raw jams waiting two or three years and then this second phase of processing all the effects creating the vocal samples with you we did that in december at your studio and we had two sessions right we did one at your house and one at my right and the one at my house we will hear that that's the verse from the very last one okay and so the the really fun and interesting and freeing part for this on this project for me was like I mean, I, I think I rapped to like some beats or something like that, but none of them were like these tracks. Is that correct? That's right. We re- we recorded these. I think some of them we just recorded to silence. Okay, that's some, what I thought. Some of them we used the Christina Graves Today remix as a bed, and you would got you. <laughs> you would do vocals to that, even though we were gonna not use it on that track. And they were like random. Yep. Like I would just flip through my notebook and I'd say a couple lyrics to him. Like, do you like that? He's like, yeah, go record it. <laughs> you know? And it, so that was pretty cool. It works out perfectly. I've felt so lucky and so, I guess, grateful to you and connected to you as I sat down with these nine songs and nine sets of vocal samples. Without, we didn't have a plan as far as what went with what. And I just started picking, like I just started listening through and I picked the first match I found, call it the third song and the fifth vocal sample. Okay, I'm gonna put these two together. Great, now they're off the list. Now I'm gonna listen through again and like find the next match. Oh, okay. And I worked one song on one set of vocal samples at a time and it just, it came out perfectly and who I, you know mm-hmm. i couldn't have predicted at the end you get down to the last song and last sample well here it is you know <laughs> and it was great it was it was interesting to me um on first playback just to hear um the lyrics that you chose or the pieces of the lyrics that you chose and, and things of that nature but on a side note one of the things that i really enjoyed was like I haven't been on that side of the glass in that way in a very long time. You know what I mean? With somebody on the other side of the glass, running do it again, just go, you know, like really kind of being Right. That felt really, really good. And I didn't have to worry about, I could just go in there and not worry about whether or not it was good. It's just like, I'm just going to do the best that I can do. And he'll tell me what he wants, you know? So that was... Thank you for that. And I, well, and thank you. I got to sit at your big desk, and <laughs> that's it's the only time I've sat at the desk of a real studio and done a little work. So that was very cool. I appreciate it. <laughs> we did for the real, uh, for the real heads out there. We did the 
Today verse from the Christina Graves Today remix. We did that on the same night. Was the vocal? We did, course. didn't we? Yep. Yeah. How long was that session? Well, because you you came in from Lawrence. Yeah. It was evening. I don't know. Three hours, maybe four. Not more than that. That's what I figured. And part of it, I mean, you were kind of polishing up and, and flipping through notebooks to find what you were going to use. And um, so that wasn't all hot mic, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So this track. Yeah, I had no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I had no idea what I was going to offer. So. It's kind of, I mean, it is just kind of a. There's a lot of happy accidents on this record, at at every level. It, some of them, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm like, what is that? Pardon, like trying to remember what lyrics, because you know, I, I write these, you know, it's just like a page, you know what I mean? And sometimes it's hard to be in the middle of the page. It's like, what happened at bar 27, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, because, and there were like multiple levels of editing because sometimes, sometimes you would pull out, say, four lines off a page. And then from those four lines, I might only pull two into the song. Mm-hmm. Did you move anything around? Like, did you hear lines where, like, sometimes when I'm writing songs, like, I'll write, I, 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 don't, I don't ever edit when I'm writing, right? Like, I just want it to all come out. But then when I go back, I'm like, actually, this makes way more sense with this line in front of that line. You know what I mean? And that really kind of delivers the, the the narrative or the story that I'm trying to tell. Did you do any of that kind of stuff with when you were editing the vocals? I mean, how did you even just mentally approach which lyrics you were going to pick? Well, as far as I remember, I, I kind of went into every song with a soft goal of using everything at least using every word that you put down sometimes there'll be multiple versions of a line so i might not use every version of every line but i mainly tried to use every word didn't always do it and i mainly tried to have your original idea appear at the dynamic peak of the song so, in the builds and in the... So what synth is this, Howie? Since it's sequenced and locked into the rhythm, I'm guessing Volca bass. It does sound pretty fat, though, mm. so I'm not... It does sound pretty fat for a Volca bass. Yeah. Not, not that they don't sound good, but... That's a good vocal bass sound if it is vocal bass. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really sound like the vocal bass. I don't know how. It, yeah. This is a very I don't interesting. Know how would have linked up anything else though? But to could it be an MS20 thing? I can't think how I would get it to replay the phrase in time as I'm performing the drum brute. 
But maybe. It might be. I mean, it does sound a lot closer to the MS-20 than to a vocal bass. And I want to I want to pause when Royce's verse comes in. I want to pause and listen to the full verse. This is the last song. This is the only place that a full verse like appears on the record. But with the chopping, here we go. I wake up to moods blue and use a gray. For years it's been I was distributing that blame. Listen and I heard the truth slip loose and state. I was oblivious to the progress that I made. Land scribble dated and starred in my notebook page. Hiding the shadow of safe. My soul's doing between bars. On my work I find the buried treasure that I chase. My future leverage on the skills of my trade. Passion and discipline dance with my fate. Stepped into a zone and overstayed on an undespired cold January day. Old man procrastination nipping at the edge of my blade. It's heavy carrying a gold that feels vague. Habits create pills and yields plagues. Caught between blessing doing it my way. Caught between blessing doing it all my way. Found peace with my nose in the page. I mean, the loss or escape. My ego stressed under the spotlight in my dossier. Minutes are fragile. Time demands focus and payment. Cause each breath has a premium. Now, you either moving or you can. I'm breathing, I have a reason to live you as a celebration. Great thoughts have a passion riddled with words and statements. Just to have the memory of us trying to make it. Make it. Make it. Man, I got to tell you, I was in a really dark place when I wrote that. <laughs> and you, it doesn't feel that way. And I thank you for, for helping me bring that out. Well, like. I mean, just to have memory. It's an honor to step into your world a little bit that way, and I think the darkness is certainly there. It, it's a just to have the memory of us trying to make it. It's a it's a thin ray of light. It's a ray of light, but it's a it's a thin ray of light. But this song kind of illustrates what I was trying to trying to get to earlier in terms of like. I tried to have your original idea My thoughts have a passion riddled with words come at the the peak of the song. And then before and after is where I would chop and rearrange and and try and do things to kind of like pull words out of the middle of phrases or rearrange things to kind of say something different. So that when you get to that peak, you're hearing something trying to make it's a mix of familiar and new. So you're not bored of the phrase by the time you get to the part where you like really hear it all together. And that's a rough concept, but that's how I tried to think about like how to turn caught between blessing doing it my way a small amount of vocal material into an arrangement that could last four or five or six minutes and hopefully stay interesting just just to have the memory um and that we recorded that at your in your studio this first was done yeah. in my basement last summer yeah this is the first thing you and did as part of this project i was just and you, you're you just like showing me a beat. A... <laughs> and uh you just really kind of had a had a moment. I don't know these words. This page of your notebooks found you or whatever. Yeah. And we really zoomed in. I thought we would do 
all the vocal samples that night, but we really zoomed in. We only did this verse. It turned out really good. It turned out awesome, and we really worked it. I mean, I remember we... You, we worked with the like. We worked with it a little I bit. remember changing some of the uh, phrasing. Yeah, I remember that part where it kind of repeats there in the middle of the verse yes. and then keeps going. That was like your idea to, to do that. You felt like that needed to needed a little bit more um, light. You know what I mean? It worked out really well, and I enjoyed that process. You know, it's a. Uh, when you're writing songs, especially from your own perspective, it's a very isolating space so to share those lyrics with somebody and have them go that grind with you was very uh exhilarating for me we're a good team i think we should do we should do some more stuff we should do some more stuff (laughs) well i guess i'll have to come up with some beats or something not sure how to do that but (laughs) deep breath has premium oh man nate what do you think minutes i think it's pretty dope i mean it's Definitely has a premium. Um, I like how the vocals were chopped up. Um, that was a good verse in that last track. I think I like how I like how. Well, I think I like. I think you brought just to have the memory back, right? In track three. Yeah. Yeah. Just bookended a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) I like that. I like that. I was just like lay verses down and walk away. (laughs) Each breath has a premium. There was that line caught between blessed and doing it all my way. Each breath has a premium. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting too, man, hearing it, um, the way you lay it to the track, I hear it differently. Like I consciously, I know it's me, but I hear it like a listener as opposed to if I had had everything to do with it, you know? Yeah, I get that way about stuff after some time has passed kind of. And I mean, I get halfway, not fully, but (laughs) I can kind of, the, the details of making it, fade a little bit and you can kind of sit back and see what you did well we got to get out of here thanks for uh going on this short little uh journey with us the album's called not one person left out that's something um it's a phrase that really actually has a lot of meaning for me in terms of a vision for uh the kind of future you know i i want us to have as a as humans, as as people in the world, as all kinds of people. Um, and uh, it's pro- it's out. We'll say it's out whenever this episode... We're going to bank this episode we're recording, and uh, we don't know exactly when the album will be out, probably a couple months from now, this time we're recording. But when you hear the episode, listeners, the album will be out on uh, mrfuriousrecords.bandcamp.com and all your streaming services. Royce Diamond's MS Ride, that's me. Not one person left out. This has been the Long Play Listening Party, and uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. Hey, everybody. Real quick, 
I listened to Not One Person Left Out and remembered some stuff about the gear that I wanted to add and clarify. First, in addition to the vocal bass and the MS-20, um, I did use a Korg Monotribe as well. Um, I heard it, it's really clearly um, the Monotribe and I remember um, how I set the LFO to give the sequencer like this kind of little bit of swing or this kind of jazzy thing to the sample and hold on the LFO. I'm going to put that track at the end of this episode so you can hear the whole track. Um, it's number five on the album and I'm, I'm blanking on the title right now. Um, but it's, it's 100% the Monotribe. I'm absolutely sure of that. Second, I remembered how I synced up the MS-20, and it was the MS-20 on that last track where Royce does the whole verse, um, Load Obliterance. So the signal path, you hear the drums, um, obviously, and um, that was uh, clock went out from the drum brute to the Volca bass via MIDI. The sequence uh, was in the Volca bass as an audio sequence. And then I took the headphone out from the Volca bass into the external signal processor of the MS-20, used the external signal processor's frequency to voltage converter to create a new control voltage and ran that into the MS-20's oscillator CVN. So the, the sequence gets converted a couple times, right? Like it's, it's saved in the vocal bass as, I mean, as data, but you get it back out as audio. Um, audio to control voltage, back to audio. And so it ha it, it's not quite the same every time. There's some glitchiness or graininess or something um, which makes that song sound really cool I think and now that I've remembered that's how I did it I'm actually really into doing more of that and I think I'm going to do an, a new set of jams um, kind of based on that concept and I think I can even take it a little further using using audio into the MS-20s um, external signal processor and frequency the voltage converter to essentially sequence the MS-20 with audio. Um, should be really cool. Anyway, here's a song. Uh, thanks for indulging us in all the gear. There's a lot of gear talk for uh, this episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. If you're not really into the gear, I hope you'll enjoy the music and and check it out. This is a weird one, but it's one that we're really proud of. And we've got some more, uh, some more normal ones, some poppier ones, and some more weird ones coming eventually. But for now, enjoy Not One Person Left Out. We'll catch you on the next one.
an open hand with sketches of a better man 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 <laughs> 